Good morning, <clears throat> welcome to Audio episode 21. I'm trudging my way back through the Christmas trees, getting ready to cut. I need to cut 50 trees this morning for delivery and uh, trying to get my way back to this little section where I know that there's a lot of good ones. Um, I wanted to build upon yesterday's episode in which I talked about how there's <clears throat> you can sell a product, a service, or you can educate. And I wanted to talk a little bit more about it because there's this other important detail, which is this. You know you're on the right track when you're just starting out, when you start to get repeat customers, right? In my case, somebody bought a spoon, then they bought another spoon. And then they bought another spoon. Um, but that only takes you so far. <clears throat> it tells you you're on the right track because it tells you that somebody got what you made, realized it was amazing quality, and decided to buy more. But that person is not going to continue buying unless it's a service where it's something that gets used up. Um, and even then, uh, depending on how you structure it and depending on the service, they might not need it that often. So for you to build a business, there are two things. One is you can reach more people and that will happen, but you have relatively little control over that. You can control the quality and quantity of content you put out. And I'll get more into that in a future episode. But, um, but the other thing that you can do is make sure that you are continuing to diversify what you offer. And this is so important because it means that now that you have someone's trust and attention, if you can figure out another thing that would be helpful to them, perhaps because it's helpful to you, or you found it helpful to you, then you, then they would be interested in buying that also. This is a real paradigm shift for a lot of people. Um, it, it's a shift from thinking, this is cool, I wanna make this, who wants to buy it, to this is my customer. What can I bring to the table that would be valuable to them? And sometimes this is listening to your customer and, and saying yes when they ask if you can do something. Um, and sometimes it's, saying yes to somebody and just putting it out there into the world that you now do this thing and you find that there's a whole bunch of other people who want it also. So for me, if I had just stuck with carving spoons, um, my business would not be where it is today. I don't think that there is enough demand at a small scale for spoons that you can make a sizable chunk of your income from just selling spoons. I think you can get there but I think it's gonna take a lot longer than you think it will. And it won't be being bolstered by these other things. So there's a reason to do these other things. Number one is they give you income in the moment. Number two is they bolster your reputation and increase your reach so that more people who might be interested in buying spoons in this instance from me can actually find me. So <clears throat> one of the things I realized that I did not anticipate, but when I started selling spoon blanks, people would find me because of the spoon blanks. 
but then they were fellow spoon carvers and they would be interested in buying a spoon also or they would be interested in coming and having a lesson um, so there's a way in which when you diversify what you offer you end up discovering all of these synergies between the things that you offer um, or you should at least be looking for them. They're not necessarily going to be there. There's things that I've tried where I decided, you know what, there's not enough synergy between this and everything else I'm doing, so I'm going to back it down. Um, but when you find those synergies, those can really drive your uh, growth forward. Um, and so that's, I think, the focus that you need to shift towards. You start off with something small in particular, you get really good at it, and then you figure out other ways to serve your current customers. The way that I've done it is just one way. As I've discussed in previous episodes, we all have our strengths and things that we're good at, and it's up to you to figure out the right combination for you. So for instance, uh, I do a lot of teaching. Part of the reason I can do, wow, you can really hear those snow plows. Part of the reason uh, I do so much teaching is because I live in New England in a pretty central location fairly close to the highway. So it's easy for people to get to me. If I lived way up in Maine or way up in Vermont, the number of people who'd be willing to travel to me would be much smaller. But because I live about three hours from Boston, three hours from New York City, and pretty close to the highway, um, teaching is something that makes sense for me. So everyone's opportunities are going to be different. It's going to be up to you to figure out what they are. But realize that it's the mix of things that you do that brings value to your customer base that builds your customer base, not just finding more customers.